Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, August 1st, 2018. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on Alan Alda, Tiffany Haddish, LeBron James, Drake, Debbie Lovato, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, just click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto Like the Shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S, G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a, a partly cloudy 74 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's on tuning in um, on the phone line, in the chat room. Thanks again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And uh, if this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. That's Entertainment has been on BTR for about eight years now, so I'd like to give everyone um, to thank everyone for their support for the last eight years, and uh, and to always to tune in. Usually, I start the show like between one to two p.m. Eastern on Wednesday afternoon, but today I had to push the show back. So uh, here we are. Uh, can you believe it? It's already August 1st. We're halfway. Uh, summer's almost halfway over, so uh, uh, it's going quickly. Uh, lots to talk about this week. You know, we wasn't on the air live last week, but uh, we got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, as you recall, um, our girl Debbie Lovato uh, was hospitalized last week after uh, she uh, was suffering from um, an overdose. Well, this week we're going to give you an update on how she's doing. Also, Alan Alda, who we all know from uh, the hit uh, 70s sitcom, comedy sitcom The Mash, well, he's confessed that uh, he's been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. I'll tell you more about that. Tiffany Haddish is back in the news, but for this time, you know, for something a little more serious. Uh, if for you, you know, she has a book. 
uh, called uh, The Last Black Unicorn. I don't know how many of you guys have read the book so far, but it's definitely an interesting read. You know, we know Tiffany to be this funny lady, the, this breakout star from last summer's hit uh, Girls Trip. Well, she talks about um, an incident that had occurred to her where, um, this, you know, as we talk about the current climate of our country when it comes to uh, police brutality, uh, uh, African Americans being um, hassled, harassed, and shot by cops, we don't talk about um, victims who have been raped by cops. And Tiffany Haddish finally um, admitted that she was once raped by a police cadet. I'll tell you the latest. Uh, NBA superstar LeBron James is getting ready to expand his presence in Hollywood. Um, He's getting ready to uh, sell a comedy pitch to Paramount. I'll tell you more about it. And uh, for all you Drake fans, you know, he has a hit song called In My Feelings or better known as the Kiki Challenge. Well, the National Transportation Safety Board is giving out uh, tickets because uh, if you have been watching um, certain posts on Instagram or Twitter that uh, people who are doing this uh, Kiki Challenge are getting hurt by doing the challenge. And one young man uh, did it. He fell and got hit by a car. And now the National Transportation Safety Board is issuing a warning to people who are doing this challenge and they're fining people. I'll tell you the latest. And, uh, again, we're going to talk about Miss Debbie Lovato. Uh, she still remains hospitalized after a uh, week after her overdose. So uh, without uh, further ado, let's get started uh, with uh, the most uh, – talked about uh, story of the week and uh, again if you have any uh, if you want to talk about it you want to talk about any of these stories again the call in number is 347-637-2656 all you have to do is just press the number one and I'll bring you in live again that's 347-637-2656 and press the number one so without further ado let's get started All right. Well, uh, actor Alan Alda has uh, been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. The MASH actor who won countless Golden Globes and Emmy Awards for his portrayal of Army Doctor Captain Benjamin Franklin Hawkeye Pierce in the much-loved TV series revealed his medical diagnosis on CBS this morning on Tuesday, July 31st. The MASH actor decided to reveal about his condition, condition three and a half years after he received his diagnosis because he didn't want somebody doing a story about this from a sad point of view. He um, he says that he has, has had, after his diagnosis that he has had a full life since then. Uh, he said he's even active. He has given talks. He had helped at the uh, the Alda Center for Communication Science at Stony Brook. He even started a new po- uh, podcast. He noticed that um, when he he's been on television a lot in the last couple of weeks, talking about his new podcast, and he noticed that he saw that his thumb was uh, twitching in some shots, and he thought, you know, he said it's just a matter of time that somebody uh, noticed and does a story about this from, you know, a sad point of view. In other words, he don't want people to feel sorry for him. And um, he said that he explained how he asked his doctor to test him for Parkinson's despite showing no physical symptoms. He also shared that he became suspicious after reading an article in the New York Times about how acting out your nighttime dreams could be an early indicator of the condition which causes uh, sufferers to involuntarily shake and move slowly. And you guys know that fellow actor Michael J. Fox, who confirmed his own Parkinson diagnosis in 1998, has also proved there there is life after being diagnosed, and he has continued to work despite battling his own condition. Tiffany Haddish has shared all sorts of stories about her experiences, and we know all the funny, the silly, and the mysterious one, like the one she said a couple of months ago about somebody had bit Beyonce. 
Well, she also told some very serious stories. Uh, that includes going through the foster care system, um, not being able to read well until high school, being bullied, uh, allegedly leaving an abusive marriage, um, her ex-husband, which he denied being violent, and even living in a car while trying to get her career to take off. But one very sad story she shared for the very first time in Glamour magazine is about being sexually assaulted by someone who should have protected her. She said that when she was 17, she was raped by a police cadet. She told the magazine that the incident is the reason she tends to be forward with men. She said it's a defense mechanism. But sadly, sexual abuse was a new experience for Haddish, as she detailed in her memoir, The Last Black Unicorn, when she was 13 and in foster care, a living father who caught her putting tissue in her bra said he could help her help her breasts grow by sucking on them. He did it for the for some time, and she didn't realize until she was an adult that she was being molested. She said in her mind, molested meant somebody hurting you in some kind of way. And this is what she wrote in her book, The Last Black Unicorn. She said, quote, they took something from you that you didn't want to give, and what the old man did never hurt. It didn't necessarily feel good either. It was just whatever. And he never tried nothing else with me, not even once. It was just like, in my mind, he was helping me out, unquote. Now, if you also read further along in the book, uh, this she said this was going on every day for 15 minutes. And she confided in a girlfriend who was slightly older than her, about 19, and it was her girlfriend that told her, saying, Tiffany, you being... Um, Violate you, you being molested And that's when she finally opened up her eyes And said wow Because you know When you're young You know you, you're naive You don't know You don't know any better But you know that's why we have to Let our, our little girls know That you know you can't let people Touch you in certain places You can't have people fond of you In certain places You've got to let them know That this is not all right and, you know, she being a young teenager, she didn't know any better. She thought that, you know, as long as he wasn't hurting her, she thought that it was the norm. But, you know, it took a girlfriend to finally say, hey, Tiffany, you got to wake up. This this man is uh, molesting you. So uh, uh, you definitely got to read this book, uh, The Last Black Unicorn. It, you know, she uh, was pro- promoting this book earlier this year, it's a very interesting read because you know we we know Tiffany is a very funny lady, but she had a dark uh, past. You know her mother uh, became mentally ill. She talks about that in her book. Uh, she talked about how her uh, husband at the time uh, uh, actually she was backstage at a show and he. Uh, uh, picked her up from the collar, threw her in an elevator, very abusive, very violent with her. And at the time, she said because of that abuse, she had a uh, miscarry. And at the time, she didn't even know she was pregnant until, you know, I guess the signs were there. So uh, it's a very, very interesting uh, read. So definitely pick up that book. Uh, NBA superstar LeBron James, he's expanding his presence in Hollywood. According to Variety, James and writer Steve uh, Mallory has sold a comedy pitch to Paramount, and King James is reportedly in discussion to star in the film. He developed a taste for conquering the big screen after appearing in the Amy Schumer movie Trainwreck, in which LeBron played himself. James Springhill Entertainment will reportedly produce the film, which Mallory will write. After his Cleveland Cavaliers were defeated by the Golden State Warriors in the 2018 uh, finals, James shocked no one but the locals when he agreed to sign with the Lakers for $100 million, or $154 million to be exact. There is no word on the plot for the untitled comedy, nor any other details available regarding the cast, director, and release date. James is also going to play the lead role in the basketball movie Space Jam 2. The movie is doomed to fail for a number of reasons, according to the first movie director, uh, and this is according to GameSpot.com. 
Uh, in other news, LeBron is going to be on the cover of the NBA 2K19 uh, 2019 20th Anniversary Edition this year. And congratulations to LeBron because on Monday, James uh, LeBron James used his media day to handle the business at hand, promoting his inaugural year of his I Promise School, founded by the athlete as an extension of the LeBron James Family Foundation to give at-risk kids opportunities to thrive despite difficult life situations. The joint venture between his foundation and um, Akron's uh, public schools will operate with a longer-than-normal school year with a focus on accelerating learning to bring kids up to speed who otherwise might be lagging. And in addition, there's a focus on combating factors outside the classroom that could cause children to struggle. The school also provides services to families, which include job placement assistance for parents and on-site food bank that will allow parents to pick out food they can prepare at home. And LeBron James often credits his bicycle as a huge factor in his childhood that gave him an escape from dangerous parts of his neighborhood and the freedom to explore. And that's why every student in the school will receive a bicycle when they arrive. So the first day of school was on Monday, and I read that the school is going to go all the way to the following, uh, I think June or July. It's going to have a long school year. Also, the kids don't have to worry about the, the the school provides free uniforms. They, they again free lunch. Uh, again for parents uh, to uh, if they have any babysitting issues, they got uh, childcare on staff, and it's all for free. And you know what? I I was thinking, you know, I wish more millionaires like LeBron James would do the same thing. You know, that he's taking his, you know, I don't, you know, a lot of people, you can love LeBron James, you can hate LeBron James, but there's one thing you cannot say is that he does not give back to his community, that he doesn't uh, take his money and use it for good. He's one of the few millionaires that do that. You don't hear too many doing that. And this school is everything is free, and um, they had did a uh, a spotlight. CNN, John Lennon, we had uh, interview uh, LeBron James uh, inside the school. He has a wall of all his sneakers he played in, and they're going to auction them off. Every last one of these sneakers. So it's 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 incredible. It's incredible. So uh, kudos to LeBron James. Uh, Drake has a, a male fan from Florida. His name is Jalen Norwood. He was hit by a car on uh, Wednesday, July 25th, during the In My Feelings or Kiki Challenge. Jalen was accompanied by some people when the incident happened in his hometown of Boynton Beach, Florida. One of them recorded the whole situation from their vehicle. Now, in the footage, Jalen was seen jumping out of his driver's seat, and he started performing the viral dance on the streets, which looked empty at the time. He made it until the first sentence of the song chorus, but right after the words, Are You Riding?, the 22-year-old man slipped on an oil spill. As he was falling down onto the concrete, a white car struck him hard in the face. Jalen was heard screaming in the video while the one who filmed it said, oh, my gosh, there was another person in the backseat also. He was laughing instead after uh, after the, his friend got hit. Uh, afterwards, Jalen revealed that he only got a few scars from the accident as he laughed the whole thing off. But the meanwhile, but the National Transportation Safety Board of the United States, and we all know them as NTSB, they warned people about the dance challenge. They posted the warning on the official Twitter account on July 27 with the hashtag on the blog saying that we're sharing concern about the hashtag in my feelings challenge while driving. Hashtag distracted driving is dangerous and can be deadly. This is what the post read. It said, no call, no text, no update, and certainly no dance challenge is worth the human life, unquote. And according to police authorities, anyone who is caught, uh, is caught hopping out or moving uh, while the vehicle is running to dance will be fined at least 
So it's a thousand dollar fine if you're caught doing this challenge. And speaking of uh, rapper actor Dre, he's returning to high school to executive produce a new TV series starring our girl Zendaya. The God Plan hitmaker, who initially rolled the fans as a teen actor on the hit Canadian show Degrassi, has joined the team behind Euphora, a coming-of-age drama focusing on a group of high school students as they navigate drugs, sex, identity trauma, social media, love, and friendship. The project, penned by Wizard of Lies screenwriter Sam Levinson, is an adaptation of the Israeli series of the same name, which originally aired in 2012. Zendaya will star alongside A Wrinkle in Time, Storm Reed, and Maud Apatow, the actress' daughter of comedian and director Judge Apatow, while a former Grey's Anatomy actor Eric Dane is also part of the cast. Euphoria will also uh, count Drake's manager, Future of the Prince, as an executive producer who has been given a 10-episode order from bosses at America's HBO network, and this is all according to The Hollywood Reporter. The series is currently in pre-production, and an on-air date has yet to be announced. Drake earned his first credit as an executive producer last year when he stepped behind the scene to work on a sports documentary, The Carter Effect, which centered on the rise of basketball star Vince Carter. And Debbie Lovato remains in the uh, remains hospitalized a week after her overdose. The confident singer is said to be suffering complications, including extreme nausea and a high fever. Uh, which TMZ reported this is following her overdose, which was speculated to be from a combination of opioids and possible meth. Lovato, who is now 25, is staying at the Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles, and a source told the site she is under the care of medical experts and expected to make a full recovery. Extreme nausea and high fever are both symptoms of uh, opioid withdrawal, a side effect of Narcon, the emergency medication that can be used to counter opioid overdose that was reportedly administrated to Lovato before paramedics transported her to the hospital. The former former Disney starlet was found unconscious in her bed last Tuesday after reportedly partying for 12 straight hours. An assistant called 911 requesting that EMTs not use sirens en route to Lovato's Hollywood Hills home. While those close to Lovato want her to enter rehab upon being discharged from the hospital, it's unclear when they will happen. As sources are told to TMZ that the subject hasn't been discussed with her yet because of her condition. So uh, sources previously expressed concern that she may not be receptive to rehab, having allegedly rejected an intervention shortly before overdosing. Right now we have uh, 22 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every Wednesday afternoon I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If this is your first time tuning into Blog Talk Radio, welcome again. Uh, make sure you register as a listener. It's free. And not only will you be able to hear my show live every week, you can hear a genre of other shows here on the network as well. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at uh, www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain one Actress Mila Kunis has spent the past decade turning down offers to guest hosts Uh, the hit comedy show Saturday Night Live over fear of failure. The Black Swan star has been exercising her comedy chop on screen ever since her breakout role in the hit sitcom sitcom, uh, That 70s Show, but the idea of performing funny sketches live on TV has made Mila shy away from appearing on the popular weekly show for years. However, Mila has since warmed up to the idea of serving as guest host, but only if creators and producer Lauren Michaels will allow her to share the TV stage with Saturday Night Live regular Kate McKinnon. Uh, Cunis co-star in the new action comedy, The Spy Who Dumped Me. Mila also revealed that Kate's involvement in the new movie was the main reason she boarded the project, and the two ladies who played best friends on screen fell in love on set. The Spy Who Dumped Me also features Justin Theroux, and it opens in theaters this week. And uh, Madonna fans uh, 
can now hold a celebration after uh, the news has come out that the pop superstar has just confirmed in a new interview with Vogue Italia that her forthcoming album will make it make its way by the end of the year. Now, details of her new album are still scarce, but she hinted that it would be inspired by her, by her life in Lisbon, Portugal. Beautiful Game is expected to serve as the lead single off the upcoming album, which still doesn't have a title. The song has yet to be released, but the but the uh, hitmaker she uh, has debuted uh, the performance of the song at the 2018 Met Gala back in May. The forthcoming effort will be follow up to her 13th studio album Rebel Heart, which was released on March 6, 2015. The effort debuted at number two on Billboard's 200, marking her 21st top 10 album on the chart. Wow. And uh, actress and rocker Jada Pickett-Smith is joining forces with her daughter, Willow Smith, for a musical collaboration. The girl trip star, who also fronts heavy metal band Wicked Wisdom, reveals she and her 17-year-old daughter, Willow Smith, has been in the recording studio laying down vocals for a special duet, which they hope will be the first of a series of songs between mother and daughter. It's not clear if the joint project will be released under the Wicked Wisdom name, but Jada explained it has been a real thrill for the young With My Hair hit maker because she has been eyeing a collaboration with her mom for years. The ladies aren't the only musicians in the Smith family. Jada's husband, Will Smith, has been working on a rap combat and recently helped to close the 2018 World Cup in Russia by teaming up with reggaeton star Nicky Jam and Kosovar singer Ira Estefi. Uh, to perform the official anthem, One Life to Live, Live It Up. The Hollywood power couple son, Jaden, who is also 20, is also a talented artist as well, and he has released his latest material as an EP titled uh, The Electric Album in mid-July. All right. Uh, Right now we have here uh, 26 minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, coming up, uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, rapper Pusha T. Well, apparently he has canceled several shows of his upcoming Daytona tour, and I'll tell you what cities they are. Also, uh, John Legend is getting ready for Christmas, and I'll tell you how he's going to do that. And uh, Dwayne Martin and Tisha Campbell, uh, they are requesting spousal support in their ongoing divorce battle and uh each they in other words they each the both of them are just, uh trying to request spousal support and they think each one one or the other is hiding money from each other so I'll tell you the latest about that and Jonathan Reese Myers he has suspicious chatter about being the next uh playing the next James Bond role So all those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
run the block like you Jenny. I know you special, girl, cause I know too many. Risha, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you, and I need you. And I'm down for you always, JT. Do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you, and I need you. And I'm down for you always. Too bad. See, we kissing in a way, kissing, kissing in a way, kissing, kissing in a way. Uh, I need that black card in the cold to the face, cold to the face, cold, cold to the face, face. I show them how to network, and Netflix and chill. What's your net, net, network? Cause I want you, and I need you, and I'm down for you always. And I'm down for you always. And I'm down for you always. Down for you down for you always. Right now we have 27 minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, that was the song, In My Feelings by Drake, that everybody is getting hurt off of doing the challenge. But it's still a good song. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was telling you about rapper Pusha T. Well, he has canceled several shows on his upcoming Daytona tour. The Trouble on My Mind hitmaker is set to hit the road on August 2nd in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. But according to Complex, nine of the 19 scheduled concerts have now been axed. Pusha T has now revealed why the shows in cities including St. Louis, Missouri, Cleveland, Ohio, Charlotte, North Carolina, and San Antonio, and Dallas, Texas has been scrapped. But many venue bosses have confirmed they are not moving forward. Representatives for the hip-hop star have yet to comment on the report. And R&B star John Legend is getting into the Christmas spirit a few months early for his first festive album. The All of Me hitmaker has been busy revamping traditional songs for the holiday, and his wife, model, and TV personality Chrissy Teigen gave fans a sneak peek of what to expect in a post on her Instagram story timeline on Tuesday, July 31st. John had yet to personally share details about the project, but he previously admitted releasing a Christmas album was on his wish list back in 2015. He also named carols like Silent Night and Old Holy Night, as well as Donnie Hathaway's song This Christmas, among his favorites. Although the new material will be his first holiday album, John previously enjoyed festive success with Mariah Carey in 2011 when they recorded a duet version of her song When Christmas Comes in 2011. 
Dwayne Martin has requested spousal support in his ongoing divorce battle with his estranged wife, actress Tisha Campbell Martin. She initially asked for support when she filed for divorce in February, but now the actor believes he's the one who should be getting paid. According to The Blast, Dwayne Martin filed court papers asking to be awarded spousal support from his estranged wife. This comes after Tisha requested the same in her divorce filing. She stated in court papers that she believed Dwayne had been hiding and misappropriating money during their marriage, and according to The Blast, he responded to the the claim calling it uh, patently false. And despite her claim about Dwayne, the trustees who have been handling their bankruptcy, which they filed for in uh, 2016, recently accused both Tisha and her estranged husband of hiding $50,000 and has sought for both parties to be sanctioned. Aside from the money matters, Tisha and Dwayne both want joint custody of their two sons, Ezekiel, who's 8, and Zen, who's 16. The couple who wed in 1996 had been legally separated on the low since December of 2016. Tisha announced that she was filing for divorce in an emotional statement shared in February. Both Dwayne and Tisha has been already signed off on the child support agreement, and they said that uh, soon after the split news surfaced, the couple made it seem as though they were and would always be on good terms. He, uh, Dwayne calls Tisha uh, his BFF while celebrating the news that a show she's doing that produced by Robin Roberts had been given a pilot and that he was moving forward with his work on the upcoming Bad Boys spinoff starring Gabrielle Union. She, uh, so uh, they remain in good terms. They're very, uh, I guess you can say uh, they both are you know, respect to each other, but apparently they're fighting for the spousal support. So we'll see what happens. Uh, My man, Jonathan Reed Myers, who I told you about two weeks ago, he had an incident on the plane with his wife. He had a little too much to drink. He was causing a commotion on the flight, and at first uh, his wife allegedly said she didn't know what was going on until he came up to her, she was feeding, uh, you know, the baby was uh, getting lunch, and all of a sudden all hell broke out. Well, there has, there, uh, he, you know, there's been this rumor about what, who's going to be playing the next James Bond after after Craig Daniel finally hangs it up. And uh, some people said that Jonathan Reese Myers should play the, be the possible, be possible uh, candidate for the James Bond role, but uh, he insisted that he had no interest in playing 007. Uh, The Irishman is one of many names linked to the role following Daniel's credit expected departure after one more Bond adventure, but the 41-year-old would rather play a bad guy. Reese Meyer, who played a spy in the new movie, The Marcus Cover, might not be interested in stepping in 07's shoes, but there was a couple of actors who are Dominique Cooper and Mission Impossible Fallout star Henry Cavill. They have both made it clear that they love to tackle the James Bond role. Idris Elba, Aidan Turner, and James Norton are also on fans' wish list to take over as Bond. Meanwhile, Craig's fifth and perhaps final outing as Bond will begin shooting in December and open in theaters in October 2019. And after weeks of speculation that Missy Elliott would receive the coveted Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award at the 2018 MTV VMAs, the network announced Tuesday that the honor will go to Jennifer Lopez. The accolade recognized artists who had an an deniable impact on the music industry with J-Lo following in the footsteps of fellow superstars like Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Madonna, Janet Jackson, Rihanna, Britney Spears, and last year's honoree, Pink. Uh, The Video Vanguard Award was first presented in 1984 to a trio of musicians, David Bowie, The Beatles, and Richard Lester, and it was renamed after the King of Pop in 1991, three years after he was celebrated with the top prize. 
J-Lo will receive her honor during the ceremony on August 20th at Radio City Music Hall in her native New York. The singer and actress will also have the chance to take home a further two trophies as her single, De Nero, with DJ Khaled and Cardi B, is nominated for Best Collaboration and Best Latin Video. Dionne Warwick is weighing on modern music and why she feels the musical climate has shifted. In an Instagram video that goes viral, the music legend spoke candidly about how music has been altered, and she believed this is caused by a lack of originality. Warwick believed that musical artists are not allowed to express their talents, and this is because record labels project their personal agenda and standards onto their artists, which ultimately limits the artist's creativity. Now, this is what she said, quote, I think that's what happened to our industry, literally. Everybody becomes a clone. If you turn on the radio today, you can't tell who's singing what, unquote. And she's right. Uh, She also continued by highlighting talented vocalists and singers who came before them, she said, like, Gladys Knight, you know when you hear Gladys Knight, you know when you hear Patti LaBelle, you know when you hear Johnny Mathen, you know when you hear Frank Sinatra. They all have distinctive voices. Nowadays, you know, you get some artists that sound, you think you're listening to Chris Brown, that's somebody else that sounds like Chris Brown. Or you think you're hearing Ariana Grande, and that's somebody else that sounds like Ariana Grande. Or you think you're hearing... Uh, Janae Monet and it's somebody else Or you think you're hearing Justin Timberlake But it's somebody else So I can understand where she's coming from Because it's so It's like the record labels All they want is a certain look And they want what's the hot sound at the moment Like uh, trap music is the hot thing now Or you know And they want every artist that they sign on To have the same melody or so-called beat, and guess what? They sound all alike. So she she definitely has a point. But it's been like that for quite a while, you know, but uh, I can understand where she's coming from. In a rare move for Vogue editor-in-chief Anna Wintour, Beyonce was given complete control over her cover shoot for the September issue and has thus helped to make history at the magazine. Tyler Mitchell, who is a 23-year-old artist from Atlanta, will be the first black photographer to shoot a cover for Vogue in the magazine, get this, 126-year history. A source said that the reason a 23-year-old black photographer is photographing Beyonce for the cover of Vogue is because Beyonce used her star power and influence to get him that assignment. Mitchell, who is a graduate of NYU, made a name for himself through his work in Cuba and feature works on Instagram. Uh, He has more than 40,000 Instagram followers, including celebrities like uh, Rose McGowan and Naomi Campbell. Also, the New York Times Up Next series featured Mitchell in December. Now, Beyonce's control over her editorial shoot is particularly notable in light of the the hands-on oversight of the Fashion Bible by Wintour, who inspired Meryl Streep's character in The Devil Wears Prada. Sources told Huffington Post that uh, Beyonce had already written long-form captions for the photos inside the issue, and like her previous September cover in 2015, Beyonce will not be doing an interview. Um, I was uh, I had posted this story on um, That's Entertainment's Twitter account, and I got a response from somebody who follows our uh, Twitter account. And this person says to me that, uh, why is this news? Um, why is it important? You know, why are you uh, making a big deal about it? And... Uh, and I said back to him, I tweeted it back to him, because the reason why it's big news is because as long as this magazine has been into publishing, they're saying this magazine has been around for 126 years. You mean to tell me that all those photographers that they had doing the cover for this magazine, not one photographer was a person of color? That's why it makes new, makes news because Vogue should be ashamed of themselves because why hasn't there been a, a person or a photographer of color 
doing their print work or their photo work, number one. And number two, it took a, a person like Beyonce, who is a superstar in her own right, to say, hey, you know what, this time I want to change it up. You know, I heard of this photographer, I like his work, and I want him to shoot my photos. But this person felt that it wasn't big news. It's big news because, again, when you think of Vogue magazine, you think of the Bible of fashion magazine. I'm not talking about cosmopolitan. I'm not talking about glamour. Vogue is the Bible when it comes to fashion, makeup, the latest trend. It's 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 you know, it's again, it's been around for 126 years. So that's why it's news. So just putting it out there. Uh right now we have uh 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another musical break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you the uh, last uh, uh, stories for the uh, week. So make sure you, uh, you stay tuned.
that's the latest from Childish Gambino and Feel Like Summer. Right now we have about nine minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last story for the the last stories of the day, uh, you know, they they was talking about this um movie about Bobby Brown and you know he's doing he's participating in the Bobby Brown story and he did a panel for the Television Critic Association summer press tour at the Beverly Hilton Hotel last Friday, July twenty seventh. And the actor, Woody McClain, who played the R&B pop singer in the BET miniseries, The New Edition Story, will reprise his role in the network two-part follow-up for which Brown also served as a producer. Now, the Bobby Brown story will pick up where the New Edition mini left off. And as noted by Deadline, the story will chronicle the talent but uh, the talent, but trouble singer exit from the popular 80s boy band New Edition through his solo success his affair with Janet Jackson, and his marriage to pop icon Whitney Houston. Spanning 30 years of brown life, the new project followed his story from the hard streets of Roxbury, where he turned to a life of drug dealing and before being given the chance to prove himself as a solo artist. Brown and Houston was married for 15 years before divorcing in 2007. Since her death in 2012, there has been a renewed focus on their marriage and other aspects of her personal life. A new documentary, Whitney, opened in theater this month and was made with full cooperation from Houston's family and preachers, an interview with Brown about his former spouse. Uh, but things took a tense turn during the panel discussion when Bobby was asked about past allegations of domestic abuse against his late ex-wife. Another reporter expanded the question, referring to a 911 call from 2003 that stemmed from an altercation that left Houston with a cut lip and bruises on her face. The reporter said it is public record. Brown said that the public record is wrong, with the panel ending seconds later. The Bobby Brown story premieres in September. And uh, in a rare, um, in, in, in uh, well, J. Cole, he has announced that uh, he, uh, his friend Jaden Smith, who we were just talking about, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's son, they're going to be joining together as uh, for a highly anticipated North American KOD tour as a support as well as Dreamville artist Earth Gang and rapper Kill Edward. The new act will join previously announced special guest Young Thug for one of the can't-miss tours of the year, kicking off on August 9th in Miami, Florida. Produced by Live Nation, the tour will also make stops in Atlanta, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, and more before rapping in Boston, Massachusetts on October the 10th. And tickets for the KOD tour are on sale now for the general public. Just go to www.dreamville.com and livenation.com. And motherhood has made Cardi B realize that money isn't everything, and as a result, she has backed out of her highly lucrative tour plans with Bruno Mars. And uh, I knew that was going to be an issue with her. Uh, Nevertheless, to say that Bruno Mars, like everyone else, was shocked at the news and being without an opening act put the upcoming tour in jeopardy, to say the least. Sources connected to Bruno's tour slated to kick off in September told TMZ that he's without an opener, and so far there has been no replacement made for Cardi. Bruno's people were supposedly burning up the thrones last Friday, starting a conversation with reps from a number of musicians, but nothing is close to being locked down. And digging deeper, the report said that Cardi's decision to back out of the tour had created some issues. Dancers were hired, costumes made, and stage backdrops built. Uh, Cardi B realized that uh, the, the decision that she made to tell Bruno that she couldn't do the tour, well, she, she in other words, she told him yes too quickly because she underestimated the whole mommy thing. She explained to fans that she needed more time to recover and isn't ready to be part of her daughter, culture, with a K, while she goes on the road. Now, Bruno Mars responded with a heartfelt message of support and understanding, adding that we love you, Cardi, and we will play Bodak Yellow every night in your honor, unquote. Uh, in other Cardi B news, the Bronx-born rapper just showed off her post-baby bod for the first time since she and Offset welcomed their daughter culture into the world on July 10th. The rapper and his wife 
uh, used their Instagram Live to announce a new project coming out in the fall and that her music video for Ring featuring Kelani will be released at the beginning of August. She didn't provide any further details of the upcoming project, but she does explain shooting the video for Ring back when she was five months pregnant. And British singer Ella uh, May has reached the top of the mainstream R&B hip-hop airplay chart as her single, Booed Up, advances to two to one. The tune climbed 5% in plays this week, ending on July 15th to Nelson Music per Billboard.com. Now, according to the news outlet, uh, May is the first woman billed in a lead role to top the charts in 2018. Before this week, Cardi B spotted the last number one for a woman in a lead role when Bodak Yellow Money Moves ruled for nine frames in September to November of 2017. The last U.K. artist to reach number one on the U.S. R&B chart was Lisa Stanfell with All Woman. Booed Up also holds at number one on the adult R&B songs and R&B hip-hop airplay for a second and fifth week, respectively. Meanwhile, Ella May is readily the release of her new single, Trip, and she promised an album will follow. And... Um, if you have been hoping for Amarosa to spill the tea about her time in Trump's White House, the wait is over, as the exiled former A to 45 has bagged a seven-figure book deal with a division of Simon & Schuster Gallery Books. The reality TV star is expected to dish about her time in the White House and her relationship with Donald Trump. The Daily News reported that the book promised to deliver the juiciest inside scoop about Trump and his administration. Sources tell DailyMail.com that Amarosa has been a bit downhearted dealing with the aftermath of being exiled by the man who she once called her friend. The book is expected to be published next month. And uh, Amarosa, who served as director of communication for the Office of Public Leones, was allegedly fired last December following reports of an altercation with Chief of Staff John Kelly. Last Wednesday, it was reported that she has been interviewed by federal investigators in the Trump-Cohen probe. And uh, Octavia Spencer and LeBron James, they're going to be the executive producers for a limited series about America's first black female billionaire for Netflix. And we know that's Madam C.J. Walker. Spencer will star in the eight-episode series, which bases on the book On Our Own Ground by Alelia Bundles, Walker's great-great-granddaughter, who will also serve as consultant, uh, the show will recount the untold story of how Walker, a black hair care pioneer and mogul, overcame hostile turn-of-the-century America, epic rivalries, tumultuous marriages, and some trifling family to become America's first black self-made female millionaire. Now, uh, Walker, who we know was the daughter of slaves, was orphaned at age seven. She was married at 14 and widowed by 20. She spent two decades laboring as a washerwoman, earning $1.50 a week. Everything, everything changed following uh, the discovery of a revolutionary hair care formula for black women. By the time she died in 1919, she had built a beauty empire from the ground up, amassing wealth unprecedented among black women. Right now, we only got about two minutes left remaining in the show. And, uh, oh, for the last story, uh, Tom Arnold, he appealed, at the, he appealed at the Television Critic Association press tour, which was on July 26th, and he shared some very interesting details on what exactly will be covered in his hotly anticipated Viceland series. It's called The Hunt for the Trump Tapes. He said, quote, everything we're doing is backed up. We're not letting anything on that not backed up and source. And this is also um, this, the uh, series executive producer, Nomi Ernst, also said this as well. Uh, Tom Arnold told journalists that he don't give a damn about the 40% of Americans who are devoted supporters of Donald Trump. He said he's going to give all the information. That there's even a part in the segment when he was filming Celebrity Apprentice. No, yeah, he was filming um, Apprentice and how he used the N-word repeatedly. He, there's, uh, 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 there's allegedly there's um, 
on the tape he shows where the producers had to pull him to the side and say, you know, you can't be saying that. We cannot put that in the um, the on the show. Uh, there's also a, a suspected tape of Trump with a Russian prostitute. That's what Tom said that it was mentioned on the show. Uh, it's going to be good. So I get your popcorn ready because this should be interesting. Um, Tom Arnold's The Hunt for the Trump Tapes premiered on Viceland in September. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.